Hi there. This is the Row and Brit Show. I'm Roseanne. This is Brittany. And welcome to our Empowerment of Young Women. Today's podcast is going to be all about vulnerability. And this is something that I am going to turn the floor over to Britt on because she has extensive research and the subject of vulnerability. And she utilizes this not only in her daily life, but also in her professional life as she deals with uh, mental uh, health in the mental health profession. And I'm going to um, turn it over to her, but first I need to do my daily affirmation, which is I am intentional. And basically uh, I move forward calmly and with <coughs> And so, All right. Brit, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, I'm ready to go. Um, talk talk to us about vulnerability. Yeah. And so vulnerability is something that it's a word that you may have heard before. Um, vulnerability in a sense, wasn't something that I fully had a grasp on uh, until a couple of years ago when I started to research it while I was a grad student, uh, in the mental health field. And so I'm going to first start by asking you, um, how would you define vulnerability? Think about that for a second. How do you define being vulnerable? And once you've kind of thought about what vulnerability means to you, think about maybe how was vulnerability viewed in your family? Were you allowed to be vulnerable? Were there certain people in your family that were not allowed to be vulnerable? Were you showed what vulnerability is? <clears throat> and so with that being said, the definition of course is always very important. Um, but first off, vulnerability in, in and of itself is a very crucial part of human existence. Uh, that it, it's it's oftentimes ignored or it's suppressed. And so all humans have emotions, right? And thus all of us have the potential to be vulnerable. So if you're anything like me, just like hearing the word vulnerability kind of maybe makes you cringe a little bit. Yeah, it makes me feel like uh, nervous, weak, mm -hmm. embarrassed, uh, at my lowest point. And or you ask people in my family, I think overall, maybe like, uh, you know, males are, can't be vulnerable. Um, mm -hmm. If you're a strong, strong woman, you're not supposed to be vulnerable either. And if you're vulnerable, like I'll hear it, you're a woman, you're just a girl or something like that. That's kind of what I, yeah, vulnerability sounds for me. Mm -hmm. And that's a, in a lot of um, households and society too. I mean, some things are changing uh, as we approach kind of 2022, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I grew up with the same kind of ideals of men are not supposed to share their feelings. Um, right. My father is one of those people. He's like, nope, not going to do it. He's a very stoic <laughs> German man who refuses <laughs> to be vulnerable. Um, but then also, you know, it goes into even with my partner of, He's like, well, I don't like to be all wussy and lovey-dovey. Yeah. And I'm like, but I need to know what's going on. So, right. <laughs> um, 
vulnerability is a word that's very cringy. Um, it's 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 filled with um, kind of being afraid of what people might think of us, and so commonly it's associated with feeling exposed, embarrassed, uncomfortable. Uh, vulnerability is something we want to avoid and not turn into, right? And so vulnerability, though, is not a sign of weakness. In fact, we should embrace our own vulnerabilities. So vulnerability is uncertainty. It's risk. It's emotional exposure. It's kind of like when you wear your emotions on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. Um, It's at the core of all emotions and feelings. However, like I said, vulnerability is not weakness. In fact, to be vulnerable is to have the strength to acknowledge and experience natural human emotions. And I'll say that again. So to be vulnerable is to have the strength to acknowledge and experience natural human emotions. So vulnerability, in a sense, it sounds like truth and it feels like courage. Yeah, exactly. And when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we have this rare opportunity to experience aspects about ourselves that we might not otherwise be aware of. For example, if we don't admit our fears, our longing, or our innermost desires, how can we possibly have clarity over what we want in our lives? How do we know with certainty what is really important to us if we're not vulnerable with even ourselves. So vulnerability is kind of like the birthplace of love. It's the birthplace of belonging, joy, courage, empathy, creativity. Vulnerability is the source of hope. It's the source of accountability and authenticity, being the, the truest version of yourself. If we, want to, if we want greater clarity in our purpose or a deeper and more meaningful life, whether you know, that be spiritually, for example, being vulnerable is the path that you need to take. It's like having the courage to show up when you can't control the outcome. And that sneaky word control is in there because we want to control everything, especially people that are struggling with, you know, low self-esteem or anxiety, um, especially or, or depression, even controlling the environment is what keeps us safe. Knowing every single piece of the next steps or what's around us keeps us safe and it keeps us comfortable. But when we step out of that and we're vulnerable, mm-hmm. the control piece completely goes away. You have to let your guard down and nobody wants to do that. No. Especially <laughs> in their lowest, in their lowest part, times of their lives. So how the heck do you, do you conquer that on your own? Well, <laughs> Brit. <laughs> yeah. And in a sense, uh, you keep alluding to, the lowest part of your life. Well, being vulnerable isn't just about if you're at the lowest point in your life when you need help, when you need to reach out for help per se. Being vulnerable is is like an everyday practice. 
whether that be you recognize something about yourself that, you know, maybe someone said something to you and you, and you, you noticed a different reaction and you're like, you know what, this is how I'm feeling about what you said. Can we talk about this? Because I'm not feeling okay. That's an example of being vulnerable or another example could be saying, I love you first. Mm. Um, in a relationship that you've been in in a while. That's an example of of vulnerability. So, yes, in times of hardship, it's important to reach out to your support systems and ask for help and to be vulnerable. But it's also a practice of learning to recognize where in your life or when what relationships or in what circumstances you're not being a hundred percent honest with yourself. And so once we are truly honest with ourselves, we can learn to be vulnerable with others. Now, like this, this kind of shared vulnerability, we're going to call wholeheartedness. And this wholeheartedness leads to an increase in connection, trust, and engagement among individuals. So kind of to explain it in a different way, um, to hold back from sharing wholeheartedly with a significant other, your best friend, your parents, your family members, if you hold back from being wholehearted, you risk Becoming isolated, feeling lonely, fearful, and shameful. Now, shame is a whole nother topic. Mm-hmm. But shame, I will just share, is a feeling that we are somehow flawed. That's shame. Okay. And it serves absolutely no purpose in our lives, but we still feel shameful about things. And so, um, how do you be vulnerable, right? You ask that, well, how, how do I do this? Right. So vu- vulnerability comes with a certain amount of risk, right? Risk versus reward. So we all want to be liked. And last week we talked about, you know, having the confidence and walking into school with your head held high and wanting to be liked and respected and admired and seen not bullied, you know, feeling like we're in a safe space, right? We all want that. So we wonder, if I'm honest with my feelings, will I be accepted? If I'm honest with my words, will I be accepted? Will I still be loved? And the best way to start practicing being wholehearted and being vulnerable is in small baby steps. Right. We can you have to crawl before you can walk. You have to walk before you can run. Everything in life that we do is based on small baby steps. And so first, you know, take the time to explore what your thoughts and feelings are privately. Reflect on what are you thinking and what are you feeling? You might not know what you're thinking at first because our emotions as human beings, our emotions process 70,000 times faster than our rational thoughts. Mm. Because our emotions 
live in a different part of our brain than where our thoughts live. And so take some time to explore your thoughts and feelings privately about what it means to be vulnerable. How can you be vulnerable? What are the things that you're afraid to be vulnerable about? Maybe you, maybe you see a therapist. Practice being vulnerable with your therapist. Maybe you have a really good relationship with your parents or your best friend's parents. Practice being vulnerable with them. Another thing is you, that you can do is to start expressing yourself with trusted, loving people that are in your life, right? Kind of as I explained, your, if your parents are those people, maybe you have an aunt. My aunt was my, my second mom, my best friend, my aunt, the person that I told everything to, and I still tell everything to to this day. Mm. And I know she will never betray me she will challenge me but she will never mm -hmm. take my vulnerability for granted um awesome. yeah and so another thing though if if those around you are not used to you sharing or being vulnerable they actually may not receive it well at first you might get some pushback but that doesn't mean that they're not willing to listen. That doesn't mean they're not willing to try and accept you and um, be there for you. It's just something new. And mm -hmm. change, as we spoke about last week, is something that happens. And we have to either be stuck in it or we have to accept it and move on. And so... Um, Try engaging, you know, don't give up and try engage slowly, right? And you'll find it easier to express yourself in these little spurts of, of information. Um, so you might start noticing that once these people in your inner circle kind of get used to you being vulnerable, they will start sharing their innermost desires, their hopes for the future, their fears, their own vulnerabilities. So vulnerability is about sharing our feelings and experiences with people who have earned the right to hear them. Not everybody has earned the right to hear your vulnerabilities. Not everybody has learned the right to see who you are wholeheartedly. So... In conclusion of all of that stuff, um, unfortunately, in our society, feelings are sometimes associated with weakness. So, you know, there's some pushback or reluctance to express ourselves honestly and open, openly. And sometimes we can feel isolated and shameful and, and lonely. What is not as commonly understood is that to feel is to be human. So if you feel, you're human. And to be vulnerable and acknowledge such emotion is a courageous act of humanity, of being a human. So being vulnerable can lead to increased creativity, connection, trust, meaningful relationships, understanding. And it's not always easy to be emotional, especially if this is very new to you. 
it's okay to take your time and to ease yourself into this different form of expression. So just some five takeaways. Um, vulnerability is not a sign of weakness. Despite what some think, vulnerability is our most accurate way to measure courage, and we literally do that as, as people. Uh, vulnerability allows us to be, to kind of assess and, and challenge our fears. So number two is there are many benefits to being vulnerable, to opening up, right? The first is doing more things that you love to do and having more joy in your life because you're being a true authentic version of yourself. Um, also, you know, to love for those of you who, you know, are dating or have been in relationships for a couple of years, um, to love is to be vulnerable, to give someone your heart and say, I know this could hurt so badly, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to be vulnerable and love you of joy. When we lose our capacity for vulnerability, joy becomes this thing that we feel like we can't ever obtain. And it becomes scary to kind of let ourselves feel that way. Number three, um, being vulnerable, kind of, you know, if you have a job, right? For those of you who do work, um, maybe it's at local coffee shop or um, your local mall or... Um, I don't know where else the kids work these days. <laughs> golf course. Um, yeah, golf course, stuff like that. Um, right. vulner- being vulnerable at work has its advantages. And this is something you can carry into your adult life too. So if no vulnerability equals no creativity. So there's no tolerance for failure and there's no innovation. So if you're not willing to fail, you can't innovate. And if you're not willing to build a vulnerable culture, you can't create this positive work environment. Um, Number four, vulnerability is inescapable. So even those who think they are avoiding being vulnerable are in fact experiencing the emotion. Um, You do vulnerability knowingly or vulnerability does you. Think about that. Just be open. Um, It's so much easier to cause pain than to feel pain and people are taking their pain and they're working it out on other people. Um, And when you don't acknowledge your vulnerability, you work out your insecurities out on other people. So stop Mm -hmm. working out your insecurities on other people. There are other explicit words I could use for that, (laughs) but I chose insecurities. Yeah. Um, And then number five, So the choice to embrace exposure is easier in the end. So vulnerability is very hard. It's very scary. And from someone who comes from um, living, coming out of, uh, you know, traumatic experiences in life and really having to work extra hard to get where I am today, vulnerability is a topic um, and, and is something for me that I struggled with very, very, very much so. And so vulnerability is hard. It's, it's, it's scary. It feels dangerous. Um, but it's not as hard, scary, or dangerous as getting to the end of our lives 
and having to ask ourselves, what if I would have just shown up? What if I would have said I loved you first? What if I would have had the courage to do X, Y, or Z? What if I had the courage to try out for the, the volleyball team or the football team? What if I had the courage to stand up in front of the class and, and read my right. speech, um, you know, for extra credit points, like practicing those skills, like what if, you know? Right. So show up, be seen, be wholehearted, because you're worth it. And you're worth being brave. So think about that. When, when you are most vulnerable, what does that feel like inside your body? So that's how I'm going to end our little vulnerability speech today. Awesome. Um, with some good tidbits on being vulnerable. So thanks for listening to that piece. You're Any welcome. questions, Roseanne? Well, I just think for our, our audience, it's okay to, um, to make mistakes. And we, when we, when we make mistakes, we are vulnerable, but then you learn from it and you become better, stronger version of yourself afterwards. So, um, that's kind of, it's, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to, uh, have an outcome that might not be what you initially thought because you're going to oh, learn from yes. that. The next time around. So yes, most definitely. I think, I think we all try to live in this bubble that we never want to make mistakes or we never want to fail, but we really can't. We have to. We have to uh, expect to fail so that we can learn from it and and do better. And yeah, and awesome. we don't. Yeah, and there's no real blueprint for life. If you think you can plan out your whole life, sure, have some goals, but. There's no real blueprint for what your life right. is supposed to look like. So, and at the end being, of being our, courageous our is. yes. So we're gonna uh, circle back to our um, "I am intentional" uh, daily affirmation. I move forward calmly and with purpose, and basically be intentional in your day and in your week. And next week, our topic is going to be a. Uh, back on building self-esteem. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth on that. Give some tidbits on how to build your own self-esteem so that, again, you feel confident, comfortable in your own skin. And I'm looking forward to that. Thanks again for tuning in to the Roe and Britt show. I'm Roe. This is Brett, and thanks for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.